Back again with another awkward intro transition. Yo, we are here in Base on Top Studio with our special guest today, the Ocean and I Ensemble. Is Woo! it a bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For all of our real Tanakas, you will recognize. You will recognize Late pushing the wrong buttons on the 404, per usual. No, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, beautiful Ouch, people yeah. of the world, you will recognize my guy uh, Niall Kenza, Yo. Robin Oliver. Hello. Yeah, he's back again. You guys remember the episode we had with uh, DJ AJ and half eight, a year ago, eight. maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, Good but we're really happy to have them together. And also, we've got—it's an ensemble. Would you call it an ensemble or a it's band? A, a band, yeah. His band. We've got Puerto Rico over here. Please introduce Woo. yourself. Woo, Puerto Rico. Uh, Ernesto Salinas from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Give some hand claps to that. Please introduce yourself. I'm Marissa Lovejoy from California, and I'm on bass. Yo, I like your name. I'm never going to call him Ernesto. I've been calling him Puerto Rico since Late's birthday when I met him. (laughs) Racist. Yeah, that is pretty racist. (laughs) Hey, welcome back to the most problematic podcast in Tokyo. Uh, Yeah, still fresh in the barcode. So uh, today we've got a little bit of a different episode. We don't have a lot of the members of the Mega Late Show here with us today. You know, we recently added about five more people. Dallinger's not here, Caesar's not here, Marvell is not here, Keen is not here, and neither is Killer B, Beatrice Moreno. So, oh, Beatrice is part of this now? Yeah, we jumped her in last week, cuz. Oh, that's tight. <laughs> nah, yeah, she, uh, she's definitely she's definitely the homie. Hold on, who is it? Beatrice, Beatrice. Moreno. Say it again. Inglewood. Yeah, she, yeah, you know the weather. The weather's not too great today, man. We've got a typhoon coming through, so uh, true, true. we appreciate yeah. y'all uh, weathering the storm to come out and rock with us. Here Thank at, you for having us. Thank you so much. Yeah, word, this is no pretty doubt. cool. Yeah, so I mean, we we just go into it first. Let's should we start with a a little bit of a break for our sponsor? All right, yeah, let's do that. Let's take a break. Here. All right. Do we have music for this? We have sponsors now. Ah, yes. Greetings, beautiful people of the world. This episode is brought to you in part by CalCombs.com. That's right. Our good guy, Cal Combs, has lots of products for you on his website. I believe he has T-shirts. He does have T-shirts and music. I will be purchasing uh, two of these T-shirts for myself. Oh, really? Also using the Mega Late Show promo discount to receive 25% off. Mega. What? That's right. 25% off. You type in Mega Late Show at calcombs.com, all caps, no spaces, and you receive yourself a 25% discount on any of the products online. Yes, that's a whole 25% off of any purchase over $30. Wow. And as we said before, that includes music and apparel. So if you don't want to be walking around out here looking like a basic Tomoyuki and you want to become a Tanaka, then you're going to go to calcombs.com and enter in that promo code mega late show mega late show yeah mega late show only one time mega late show yeah get off that sakamoto shit and and get on some real gear son all that uniqlo shit is out (laughs) 
Yo, I know it's getting cold out here and y'all got a heat tech up, but you got to put some cow combs over that, baby. Yeah, They'll be walking around just in heat tech. Just, just one heat tech over another heat tech and just walk out the door like that. That's not cool, man. Yo, and keep your eyes out for Late's new line coming out through calcombs.com. Leopard print underwear. Hey, we're working on it. It's a mix between a leopard and an elephant, if you know what I'm talking Whoa. about. Oh, it's got the trunk. Ladies. Trump. Yeah, welcome back. All right, before we go into uh, you know my drunken my drunken dumb shit, I gotta I gotta um, I gotta say a couple things. You know, usually during the podcast, uh, I like to talk about some serious shit every once in a while that happens to people within the hip hop community. And recently, we lost some people. We also got some people that picked up on cancer, which is hella whack. So first, uh, I want to say rest in peace to Voodoo Ray. Yes, phenomenal yes, person within the, the, the hip hop dance community. Just, I mean. He's contributed to so many things that people don't even know about. Uh, music videos out the Yang. And, you know, he's universally loved by everybody in the hip-hop community. I've never heard once a bad thing about Voodoo Ray. And late, weren't you recently at a party for him, like last Thursday, that Brooklyn Terry was doing? Yeah, Terry's first uh, night for his new party going up. He dedicated that to Ray. And, uh, yeah, I was out there. And also, Ray is going to have another party dedicated to him this coming Thursday. Well, Y'all won't know about that because this will be late. But yeah, Terry's doing that for him also. Yeah, but um, but yeah, Voodoo Ray. We'll put it on respect, the Facebook. Respect, even him. though y'all are hearing this in the future and it's already happening. Also, so yeah, watch the yeah. Facebook in the past. That's right. <laughs> the the number one most time traveling is podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure how you accomplish that, but definitely pay attention to the to the weather forecast. You guys go to uh, what is it, Mega? Go to our webpage yeah. on, on Facebook. It's a you link, can, but it's like it's a weird link. Yeah, we've got a calendar up, so uh, any of the hip hop shows that are going down, you can find out find them on there, including uh, some of the waitlist shows that now Kenza is is a part of. Straight uh, up, and, and two more two more little sad sprinkles before we get into uh, to the hijinks. Uh, first, Combat Jack has stage four really? colon cancer. Colon Whoa. colon cancer. Stage four, so I'm not exactly sure what that prognosis means for his longevity, so but serious. does um, it go up or down? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it's not a good thing. So hopefully he can persevere and survive that. Yeah, man. Yo, I mean, I'm, I'm a very say, important you know, voice. Pe very people important. of color definitely check yourselves, but everybody, man, your health is your wealth. Make sure that you're getting those annual checkups. Uh, I need to go do that myself. I'm just not really into colonoscopies. I might have to just die. If that's the case, <laughs> you know what I mean. I just don't, I just don't feel like that's something I want to do. Um, and this is another person that maybe people won't know about, but it's somebody that's important to me. West Coast legend, uh, DMC world champion, uh, DJ Rectangle. Uh, he has cancer as well. Damn, He's got man. collapsed lung and cancer. Uh, but for him, he does have a GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com backslash DJ Rectangle. I think. Eminem did a track with him or something? Yo, he's... DJ Rectangle, he, get your neck strangled. He's a legendary person within the hip-hop community. When I was, like, eight years old, I used to go to the Oceanside Swap Meet and cop his mixtapes. He introduced me to, you know, like, real turntablism and juggling Street Fighter samples and, and just putting on a lot of cats who are West Coast Underground heads. Being that he is a turntablist, a person that, you know, scratches and juggles, yo, it was real hip-hop shit. And uh, I hadn't thought about the guy in forever. But, you know, but what I'm trying to say about these things and bringing light to, you know, Voodoo Ray and and uh, Combat Jack and DJ Rectangle is like, yo, there's a lot of people who have contributed to hip hop culture. And, don't you know, they get, they get, the yeah, they get lost, you know, 
they, they get lost in the history and they don't get the shine. They don't get the recognition. There's no hip hop union to help them out when, you know, yeah. uh, somebody gets cancer or some shit like that. So we definitely should um, play it back and, and, and give back to the community and pay attention to our heroes and, and people who really help uh, pave the groundwork for a lot of these new suckers who don't fucking got no history or knowledge about it Absolutely. whatsoever. So uh, that's all my sad shit. Uh, uh, I got one more kind of sad, sad shit. shit? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is, I, I kind of uh, am pointing out one of the bright, bright spots of it. But Elon Musk recently brought some power back to Puerto Rico, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'm not uh, familiar with, uh, with how, that country, how much. It's an island. Uh, it's off around the It's a part of the water, United States. Water, sir. it's got there's a lot of water around yes. it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, Elon Musk uh, is trying to get power, to give power to the people there. So I heard he he volunteered to um, rebuild their entire uh, power infrastructure. And he wants to be the new Tesla, I guess. But yeah, Puerto Rico is obviously in dire straits still, which is fucking horrible. But yeah. Yeah, it's good that some people aren't just dicking around and they're trying to make something happen. Like no Trump. doubt. Yeah. Instead yeah. of the U.S. government, which is supposed to be the one that's doing stuff, but. Yeah. You, well, we're, we'll get into that later. So, I mean, in their defense, there's just so much big water around Puerto Rico. It's just big water. <laughs> big like, water. Too much. It's not too much. big water. <laughs> big, big water. In the mainstream <laughs> liberal media, it doesn't want to acknowledge that there's yeah, big water. It's big water. Sad. Sad. Rico, yeah. Sad. Straight up and down, Trump bashing all day. Uh, but, yo, uh, shout out to everybody that listens to us in Puerto Rico. Y'all probably ain't rocking with us right now, but... Uh, they will, they will. persevere, yo. Yeah. Thank you so much. Straight up. Shout out to Crazy Legs for uh, also bringing water filters out there. B-Boy Crazy Legs, legendary Puerto Rican B-Boy. He's out there doing, doing you know, God's oh, work. Oh, sweet. Shit, oh, so. nice. I didn't even know that. It's awesome. Straight up and down. So uh, let's go into some new shit. What's the news, man? Y'all see uh, Lil B get beat up and shit? Yeah, that was Yo, weird. Yo, that shit was horrendous, man. I didn't like that at all. You know what's weirder for me, though, was Lil B has locks now. Like, it yeah, did kind of throw me off and shit, too. Yeah. I was like, damn, they really whooping Jesus' ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but. That was a bit, that was like Who was it? It was, uh, it wasn't Trippy Red. P&B Rock and, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. fucking, uh, A Boogie with the hoodie. Yeah, that was a coward move, bro. It was yeah, like, it was. Like stomping the yeah. shit out of him. But, but, you know, it looked mad soft. Dude. Like, yeah. you can, like, like, I was like, yo, these cats, they, they run around in the skinny jeans trying to be hard and brolic with the Gucci backpacks trying to stomp somebody out, man. It, it just looked weak. And that's why when, when Lil B got up, he had like a little red mark on him and, and the rest of that was fine. Even his little beige outfit was fine. Yeah. These cats, these cats is not really about that, man. Like these, these little kids, I don't. The culture has created a lot of genuine fakes, and these guys is just genuine fakes to me. You can't stomp somebody out in skinny jeans and fans slip on. Bruh, you got like the real soft, like Yeezys on, and like it don't even hurt and shit. Like I, I've seen a lot of, I've, I've, but you know, like people were saying, oh, was it staged to get publicity? First off, no, nah, I'm not on that conspiracy theory shit. But secondly, like some beatdowns look like that. Some yeah. beatdowns look really weak and little, really pathetic, and that was one of them. I did like the fact that uh, PMD Rock, whatever the fuck his name is, got replaced by Creation at that festival. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they they like uh, they like definitely Gucci Gucci still goes. Uh, oh, well, you, you mean know, Sean? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's like my guilty pleasure, though. I'll fuck with that one song, but then the whole like Sean and the what was the what was the whole clique called again back in the day? 
Like, I can't fuck with I don't that know. heavy, bro. Like, Lil Debbie and stuff and V Nasty and all that. Nah, see, I just, I, I wasn't I wasn't fucking with them yeah. and shit. But Gucci, like, Gucci um, does ride, like, when you're thinking about, like, not trying to think about the song lyrics. You're like, okay. I was I was really kind of Gucci, like just Gucci. not into that type of music at the time. Yeah. This is this is during like the ringtone rap era as yeah. well, and I just yeah. wasn't really about it. If I hear something come on at the club or in a place that's appropriate for it, it was cool. But I wasn't pumping it in the car, oh, and I especially not. am not really cool with like um, little little white chicks dropping an M bomb and stuff yeah. like that a lot, which I, I've I've heard and it's just not like not my jam really. Um, nasty and Riff Raff posting up and be nasty. I was like, you're just not helping yourself. Wow. Right. <laughs> you're just digging a bigger grave for yourself. Yeah. But, but you know, what I did appreciate, man, is the bass guy, immediately after he said he didn't want to see any violence, um, you know, reciprocated against against those cats. He said he forgave them. And, you know, he, he, uh, he doesn't want to see that happen, which is something that definitely would not have happened within hip-hop culture even 10 years ago. So you got to give a shout-out to the to the bass god for being just a fucking real cool cat. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've, I've always liked, liked uh, Lil B. And and he kind of is the archetype right now for for those SoundCloud rappers. Like, he really is the grind. He, he is, like, the independent artist. And, and uh, yeah, I, I like I like bass god. And his new album is really weird, and it doesn't sound that bad to me. Yo, one thing I want to touch on, what you just said, like the new age of hip-hop, like being a lot more friendly. We, we've been watching that show Versus on the app Wave. Shout out to Miss Inglewood for telling us about that. But yo, yo let's, was, un- let's unpackage what the show is for, for, okay, for the up, listeners. Um, I would like to know more. Do you it's, wanna- uh, it's a hip-hop contest show in the vein of those old freestyle battles they used to have on MTV a couple times. But it's uh, more challenge-based. Like, the first episode was writing a verse in eight hours and memorizing it and performing it. Yeah, like, basically ep- creating a song, right? Yeah, and the second episode was battling. Yeah, and like, really just battle rapping against people. Yeah. And the uh, third episode is going to be something else. Free, freestyle, uh, random topic freestyle. Random topic freestyle, yeah. Uh, I, so, it's pretty... I think it's well done. It's one of the most well done... It's the most well done one I've seen, like, a hip-hop talent show. Well, they've like, also got some than talent the on there. rapper show. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, they've also got some talent on there. What's the name of the app? It's called Wave? Like Wave. W-A-V? W-A-V. Yeah. Oh, W-A-V. Yeah. All right, cool. And it looks, it looks interesting. Like, they've got a whole bunch of other stuff on there, and they have artist tags. So, I'm not sure if artists get paid for each appearance they make. You can send specific artists gifts or something. A word. So I don't know if they get any money from that or what's the deal. Well, you know, um, I, I, I'm not I'm not really sure about that either because I just started watching like two days ago. But uh, yeah, it, I find it intriguing. Like even if you're not a fan of hip hop in, in like per se, just seeing the way that these people accomplish the goals and, and the way that they interact is it, it's 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 cool, man. Oh yeah, that's it's what cool. I wanted to say. It was interesting how nice they are to each other, man. Like when somebody had a bad performance, they weren't like, oh that shit was whack. I mean a couple of them were like that, no but can the, do most of the time they were like, well yeah, he's a judge. But yeah, like the yeah. contestants were like well, you know, I hope he doesn't take this too bad, and you know, he yeah. rides to the occasion. And they're all like, "Yeah, we're all here together. We're all trying to do this thing." It was even like uh, BB O'Hare was like, "You know, it's sad to see him go, but hopefully, you know, he he uh, doesn't take it to heart and he yeah. continues the path, and hopefully, he comes out with some good music." It's interesting really to see nice. a rapper talk like that about another rapper. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, "Man, fuck them niggas, man. I'm not even competing." <laughs> you know what? My brother, my brother Sot uh, said something a couple years back that I thought was really dope. Um, FTW, when we were growing up used to mean 
fuck, uh, fuck the world. And now FTW means for the win. Oh, shit. So maybe the world's becoming a better place, man. Oh, that's pretty dope, man. You know what I mean? Tell your brother shout I'm out, that. Shout out to, uh, to, to my brother Satoru. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, a lot of good shit going on. Uh, that Versus show is really dope. Let's see. Did you guys watch um, Stranger Things 2? Not, not yet. yet. No spoilers, oh, man. Yet. All right, let me tell you everything that happens. You have shit. to dedicate like a day to that, though. Like you have to be like, I'm gonna watch one episode, and then, watch, and then like you can't itemize. Right. You just watch the whole thing, like a 12-hour movie or something. I, yeah, I, 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 split tomorrow, I, I split it up. I split it up. I did tonight watching all the Stranger Things. I, I I watched like five episodes, and then I watched the remaining like four yeah, the next yeah. day. But I gotta I gotta. Did eleven I, evolve into? Did she Pokey evolve into twelve? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that 12 Is, she is it a spoiler if I acknowledge that she's on the show? She's on. Everybody yeah, knows that, right? Show, yeah. She's got to be on the show. Well, she got hair now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, damn, I mean, man. I don't I know if that's evolution or shit. Wait, hold on. Hey. Are we talking long hair, like mid-length? Like mid How long are we talking? Nah, man, her hair is long as late. Uh, she got that natty? She got that yeah, natty dread yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's like a little punk a punk rock aesthetic that, that gets picked up later in the show. Are they still... 70s or no, or 80, 80, 84, 84, 84, 84. Wait, it 84. It's a year later, yeah, okay. 1984. 83 before, and then 84. Yo, was coming out and shit because it's just like Ghostbusters at some yeah. point during the season. Yeah, okay. I watched Indeed. the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, can I can I give a, a shout out to another in the same thing, same lane? Yo, it that new Pennywise is so dope, sexy as fuck. It's so <laughs> dope. Really? <laughs> I don't know that. Yo, because like Tim. Tim Curry was fucking killing it with this Pennywise. Yo, I think this Pennywise is better. He is creepy as shit, man. Oh, yeah? He's really creepy. Yeah. Has anybody seen it? Yeah, no. I saw, I saw it. Not it was yet. good. Yeah. They had some good jump scares in it, too. Like, there's a scene where, um, this isn't a spoiler or anything, because, I mean, there's a scene where, um, the girl, what's the girl's name again? Bev. Well, Bev was like, she's, um, she's having altercation with her father. Because yeah, in yeah. the book, you know, her father is like abusive and whatnot. Have a location with her father, and then she turns around, and like Pennywise like grabs her. He's and, right like, there. Yeah, and like that, it's, a, it's a really quick jump scare. They don't focus on too much, but like, it's really like cleanly done. And, you know, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> <They> got it. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't had a jump scare like that in a long time. Like, what is the, what is the movie? This is the end with. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. James the Franco movie? Yeah. Well, you know when the big demon comes out with the big ass black dick and shit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm that legit. Was I, well, no, he looks scary. Like oh, it wasn't shit. the dick. It, I mean, uh, but that was there. But yeah, he scared the shit out of me. And yeah. in the theater, I screamed like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that movie was so weird. I didn't expect the movie to go that way either. Like I didn't like I didn't, I didn't see the trailer for it. So I saw it at my friend's house in like Malaysia like 2 years ago. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, is it the rapture? He's like, yeah, dude, it's the rapture. Didn't end up in heaven seeing the Backstreet Boys and stuff? Yeah, they yeah, sure did. Turns, yeah. Like, yeah, it went. They got so weird so quick. I did enjoy it, though. Yeah. I did it's enjoy it. I like those guys. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the Pineapple Express cats. I'm a big fan of James Franco. I think he's a really talented actor. Yeah, Seth Rogen, yeah. Craig Robinson, all them dudes. That's cool. But James Franco likes little girls, though. So we gotta, Whoa, is that yeah. real? There were allegations about him, like, not little girls, but allegations of him with, like, like girls who are, like, 17, 16. I heard some shit. They probably should have known that. better, but, yeah. Don't don't be afraid to, like, yeah. get really close to the mic as well, guys. Okay. Like, all up on all right. it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah but, but those allegations, like, that can happen to anybody. Like, I used to work with this guy named, um, 
Jason. That's what I'm going to say. And like he got like caught by the cops like a couple of weeks back. But like, hit, like hooking up with like a 16 year old back in like. Yo, I saw summer. that on the news. Yeah, you know that guy? Yeah, I used to work with him at the same. Age I hear that he was kind of like a serial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in, oh, like, Shibuya yeah. Stuff. yeah. He looks kind of like Carrot Top, but like um. In Rapungi, I think he got caught, right? Yeah, he got caught Rapungi. I always see him in Shibuya. What did he get stuff. caught doing? Uh, he just like took a. He, he watched a DVD with a 16 year old. But then he got arrested a couple years back for engaging with something similar with either a 17 year old or a 15 year old. Oh yeah, and I so, heard like, about that shit. Yeah. yeah. And like, I never talked to the guy that much except for like we exchanged Facebook stuff at school because all the employees did that so we could exchange like shifts and stuff. Like, hey, I can't work this day, can you cover me? X, Y, Z. Yeah. But I would see him in the streets all the time. Like, it was always him or like this other dude. And they'd be talking to girls. Most of the girls I assumed were overage though. So, but yeah, dude, he got caught for that. And I was just like. Yo, Bruh. I'll punch that man in the fucking face. I don't know, man. I get a lot of young girls coming up to me, too, all sideways and stuff. Like, over the summer, I had, like, an 18-year-old girl, like, really go to, like, great lengths to try to hang out with me. And, like, 18 luckily, she is was cool, 18. though. Yeah, but, I mean, sometimes, like, I wouldn't do it, but I mean. People. Like, like, Jason should have known better. He's, like, in his 40s. He shouldn't be doing that. But then, like, some of these kids, kids are, like, I think from 16, I knew what the fuck I was doing at 16. Like, I knew what I was doing at 16, 17, yeah. 18. Maybe I couldn't process my actions as well as I could once I got past 25. But at 16, right. like, if I'm like, I'm going to sleep with my mom's friend. Oh, I'm not even, I mean, uh, like, like, biologically, I'm not going to front. I'm attracted to 16-year-old girls. But the issue is that well, ethically. Context and, for that. Yes. 16-year-old girls that Con- look like. They're they're right, right. They're, right. They're, I mean, no. I mean, 16-year-old girls looks like they she's look 16-year-old yeah. girl. Puberty is kicked in. They've got, well, you know, makeup on right. and everything. So I also work at a high school, and none some of them of girls are, are not, not even some of them. Like, not, almost none of them are, like, maybe one, like, if you squinted, it'd be like, oh, maybe there's a little something. Like I'm not around them a lot. Them a lot. Like a night out, though, like a pungi, you probably drinking and stuff. You might not have the best inhibitions, and then... Especially right. if you're just Fair trying enough. to, ho- especially Fair if you're enough. just one of those dudes who's only ca- who only cares about hooking up all the time, like how Jason was. Dude, that was just his goal: go out, hook up, go out, hook up, go I out, am, hook I up. That dude. So I'm by that point, he was just like, "You're ah, not that dude. You're not that dude." Let me get that line information. But yeah, but yeah, I get what you're saying though. That's no, why I, I always mean, ask like, for IDs now. I'm like, hold on, let me see your ID. Look, man, we live <laughs> yeah. the world that we live in now. You got to, you got to card these hoes. Yeah, definitely. That's one way to put it. Yeah, no, I mean. Look, the world we live in now, man, I wouldn't even feel comfortable getting a girl like Mads drunk and then taking oh, her to, to, to a yeah. love hotel. And that's the world that we live in now. You cannot Yo, fuck with girls like that. I feel so bad. I got to skip the end of that Joyner Lucas track now. I can't even enjoy a mystical verse no more, man. That shit sucks. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yo, yo, I always, I, I love I love watching Niall's Facebook feed and shit because <laughs> Niall always points out, like, He's pointed out so much that some of his posts now are like, fuck, man, I hope this person isn't problematic because I really, <laughs> I really like them. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, we call, we, you got to call them out, man. And it's unfortunate because most of us are problematic to some degree. Yeah. If you go back and look at all the skeletons in my closet, man, I was doing shit like pulling a condom off, like mid-sex, and that's bad, dude. Yeah. You, you did the that's Julian yeah. Assange? Yo, yeah, straight up and down. Yeah, I didn't know it was bad yeah. until like, uh, like a couple months ago. I was like, but oh, that's now, bad? Man, <laughs> oh. Now, now, <laughs> now if you, if, I mean, if you if you do shit like that, it's like that's really taking away the agency from somebody, and that's not cool. And yeah. at, at, in 2017, you can't rely on that old Bill Cosby defense anymore. Oh, no, you can't yeah. say everybody was 
putting Spanish fly and, you know, giving girls quaaludes. It's just not that world anymore, man. Like, I do so. I do what I call sober hookup sessions now. And, like, I started doing them in the summer. Because I was working at a summer camp, and um, I hooked up a couple of the staff members. And, like, we couldn't drink it was dry. So I was like, yeah, sober, set, like, sober hookups are great because, one, you can perform. You don't, have to do, you don't have to think about, like, whiskey, dick, or whatever it is. And, two, we're, like, we're consenting to this, right? We're yeah. both sober. Yeah. All right, let's get on. <laughs> so like now I'm like I try really hard for like for like sober hookups. Like I don't even drink that hard anymore. I'm taking two weeks off of drinking right now. I just stopped drinking to lose some weight. But like when it comes to like flirting and like you know hooking up, it makes things so much more clearer and less sloppy and messy. Smooth. Like, it sounds smoother. Yeah. You know, as a girl, like yeah. you don't want to hear some sloppy drunk guy, right? Like, hey, you look so good. Yeah, it may sound great in your head, but in reality, it doesn't, Yo, doesn't come let me, so nice. I, I don't. I don't have a lot of um. Uh, white women friends out here. So since we've got you Racist. in the booth, I just don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't have a lot of you know white women friends out here. Yo, how is it being a white woman out here? You find you have a boyfriend and like do guys hit on you? Like what's the deal here? Uh, I mean, yeah, like you're like I, a unicorn out here, though. Oh man, I, I don't even know how to feel about that because yeah. like you know in some ways like yeah, there's a privilege and I like I totally acknowledge that. I'm not comfortable with it at all. Do Japanese guys try to get at you on some real creepy stuff? They do. What creepy. are the punches? Like, well, how do they oh, pick man. you up? Like, All right, so, like, one guy was riding his bicycle, okay? He's riding his bicycle. He rides by me. He stops. He walks his bicycle back. He's like, hi, um, wh where are you from? Where are you from? I'm like, uh, I'm from California. Got, gotta go. Gotta hey. go. Gotta, got an appointment, though. He's like, oh, oh, well, uh, here, have this donut, <laughs> you know? So he gives me a donut. I'm like, well, um... Thanks, man. <laughs> See, this is the difference like, hey, between men and women. Right? Like, if I got a straight up donut, I'd be like, yo! I'll send it to the group chat, like, hey, son, free donut. But for you, it's mad That's creepy, weird, right? Bro. It's real creepy, though. Like, we, you know, we exchanged, like, contact information because I just wanted it. Like, you know, I wanted him to get gone, but I'm like, well, thanks for the donut. Like, trick or treat, motherfucker, I guess. Like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what type of wow, donut was too. it, too? Um, was it like yeah. a Combini donut, like a Mr. Donut, like a Krispy Kreme it wasn't, donut? That, that's the thing. It wasn't even a nice donut. Uh, oh, it was like it one of the pre-wrapped joints uh, so you can buy? It was uh, pre-packaged, and yeah, from the Femi Mustadis. Like, it was Ooh. not good. It wasn't good. It was dry. <laughs> he should have known you ain't giving up the butt for that kind of donut. What Basically, a, this though. This fool is trash. He, he wasn't expecting <laughs> to give up that donut. He was put on the spot. He was like... Uh, 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 donuts. Well, uh, <laughs> Got this donut though. Yeah, thanks for that participation award. <laughs> That's funny. One of my clients gave me chicken. Like at the end of one of our meetings, she's like, "Oh, um, I went to Fahim out today. I had chicken for my salad. I got some for you too." And I was like, oh, "Bro, this is America. It's so racist, but I'm gonna take it." Yeah, yeah it's weird. They love giving you food out here. Who like, doesn't uh, like chicken though? Like you're yeah, gonna say good. no? Like yeah, really? Exactly. It's the best food in the world. That's yeah. what the great scholar Dave Chappelle once said. I'll do it for free, chicken. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to approach me for a commercial. I'll do it for free, chicken. But so with the dude on the bike, though, is that like a one, like a one-off thing, or like do you get like approached by like dudes in a weird way, like often, or oh, how do you all reckon? the time, in in some bad ways though. Like to be real, you know, like I've been. Like guys have tried to literally drag me into love hotels before. What the fuck? For real? No, it happened just around here. This is why it's good you train in Krav Maga. You need to be able to get those groin strikes in. Exactly. If these Sakamoto's try to get at you the wrong way, right? You're going down, Tomoyuki. Let him know. I can get him from all angles. I got that. Hey, you guys didn't see that, but she just hit three flips. It was amazing. I didn't. Those weren't drops. Those were the sound of the wind blowing off. Yeah, immediate. Don't fuck with these people, man. Yo, that's right. We got the ocean out here on the Mega Late Show. Wonderful stuff. Um, uh, I, I forgot report? how we got in. I forgot how we got into uh, in, into this. We kind of yeah, we kind of tangent. Yeah. Right 
Yo, oh, I gotta a... say one more thing about about uh, Stranger Things. So I'm watching it, and, and basically the show is trash. Uh, I'm oh, watching really? it, and two minutes into this is why it's trash. Two minutes into the show, they're driving through, I think, like uh, Detroit or some some like Motor City type of area, and there's graffiti on the walls. And this is supposed to be 1984, and they got like all this wild style graffiti that the styles wouldn't even originate until the mid 90s. And I'm a little bit upset about that shit. It ruined the whole thing. Took me out of the the, the essence of the, of the show. It's fucking over. Look at Mega keep <laughs> keeping this Netflix uh, uh. teen preteen uh, sci-fi show. Super <laughs> hey, like, hey, that's no, the no, graffiti. No, I thought Late would get a kick out of that because Late knows I'd be complaining about mad hip hop hey, shows. Dropped, uh, yeah, they nah, it's, that, it's uh, fine. Run DMC, but harder than letter than come out until the it next didn't year. come out yeah no but this is um yeah it, it was there but i picked it up because it's like you know it's like seeing um it's like seeing a black man in like iceland in a movie for like a viking movie it's like hey wait a second wait a man second. you know what i mean so i just saw it like damn but no the show's really good everybody watch that if you want to watch it i respect your agency that's cool if you want to watch it <laughs> watch it if you want Bet it hey, up. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, when was what, what wedding? This is Jada B, and you're listening to Mega Late Show. That doesn't sound like Jada. Listening to BoJack Horseman shit. Back in the nineties. Spaghetti, I, <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. No, uh, yes. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for. Uh, Bearing with us during that little break and also the ADC that comes along with it, we are still here with the Ocean and I Ensemble, Yay. and we are getting into... That's ah. right, fuckers. Um, we're about to get into the Weather Report, which is the segment of the podcast where our guests and we play songs that we really like and late pushes the wrong buttons on the 404. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're going to go get into it right now. We're going to have Puerto Rico uh, give Racist. us their track first. Uh, sh- should I go first or should uh, oh, is should Corn go first? go first? Nah, I got it. I'm gonna go first. Oh, okay, Corn. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we've had a couple people send in some tracks to the Mega Late Show. Shout out email. to all of them. That's megalateshow at gmail.com. Please feel free to do that. Everybody so do that. I just want to big up a couple of the tracks that we've been sent. This f- first one is from a dude called New Era Ness. That's N U, the number three R A, Ness, N E W S. And, yo, it's a pretty hard track, man. Uh, you know it's hip-hop if they spelled it wrong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense, man. That's just real shit. That was like some 2002, like, graffiti writing <laughs> names. Yeah, <laughs> right, right? <laughs> like, back in, like, the MySpace days where you just, like, uppercase, lowercase, use, like, a zero or a couple three, of X's, too. A five for the S. A lot of cats still do that. Like, yeah, black. Yeah, five uh, lakhs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six oh, oh, lakh. Uh, six lakh and then slack. 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 Yeah. With the five, yeah. I don't understand how you can call yourself What is this, though? Let's see. Uh, Where's this guy truth? from? Do you know where this guy's from? Uh, I can tell you in a second. I'm gonna t- guess Toronto. It it does sound very Drakeish. Uh, Everything like sounds very Drakeish though. He's from the DMV. Uh, well, close enough. Yeah. But yeah, it actually. Do you say DMZ, the demilitarized zone in <laughs> Korea? Where is he from? Yeah, DMV, man. Oh. <laughs> what, what, oh okay. what does that stand for? Excuse my Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Delaware, Maryland, like Virginia. Yeah. Oh, I see. Area. Okay. All right. like my Puerto Rican ass. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he, he has some good rhymes and like the beats are good. He sent us like two or three tracks. Yo, that beat sounds pretty... F- 
these niggas is confirmation. Apparently he was going on a, a, a West Coast tour, but we may be too late. No that. Shout out to New Era Ness and uh, I guess his manager. This sounds. We need like to get a manager. But let me turn it up. Can you send me Tanika's email, bro? I'll be your manager by name only. Yeah. We won't send creepy emails. Yeah. Only sober hookups. But like real talk, though, we need a manager. So Tanika, holla at your boys. We'll definitely promote your show. Maybe three months too late. Yeah. Okay. Had to carry them losses. Yeah, turn that up some. I like it. Jump ship when we sank. I was dropping the anchor, navigating the yacht, still escaping the danger. Must have got me confused. Never waved to a stranger. Y'all just cheer for the player. Y'all Lavar to a Laker. Don't get stuck in the middle. I adjust the equator. I was supposed to be greater. Y'all was supposed to be haters. Y'all e-harmony. Yeah, I don't know who made the beat, but that shit goes pretty hard. He's solid. Yeah, so shout out the new Aaron Ness. Yo, if you got any more tracks, we'll definitely be Yeah, yeah, I like that, man. Yeah. I, I gotta I didn't I didn't check that one out. I must have missed that email, but that's really solid. I'll uh, I'll definitely pay attention to it. And Tanika, holla at the ocean and I when you get a chance. Hey. Bet. And the next track is also from somebody that sent in something to us, but it was a while back. Uh, from Solomon Childs. We've mentioned his name a couple times, but we haven't played any of his tracks. He's an he's an ancillary member of the Wu Tang clan. Yes. Down with correct. down with the Wu, we should say. And this track is called Wishing. It was his new single, maybe, but it sounds very wooish. It's the most wooish track he sent in, and it's pretty dope. Sounds kind of like Blue Raspberry singing that. Exactly. Shout out to Blue Raspberry. She don't get enough respect in the canon of hip hop. Wonderful voice. Her on Glaciers of Ice. I'm feeling like Aretha Franklin when it comes to getting respect. When it's beef with a real nigga. Not Glaciers of Ice. To every impact. This nigga's posted at your baby's daycare with the mat. At the grocery store looking to stab your mama in the back. So I wow. Young OG pioneer with access to goons that'll make you disappear. One life to live, no life to spare. Taught that a man should never show tears. Critically acclaimed with no fears. Swinging a hawk to the skin tears. Strapped up, meet me in the guillotine pits. Yeah, so shout out to Solomon Child. Well, I appreciate you guys sending us music. Yeah. And we'll we'll definitely be quicker to that pick is, it up. That is uh, I'm checking the emails now. Yeah, that's that's a uh, very very much a Wu Tang type of aggressive yes. East Coast '90s progressive boom bap style that he affects. Yeah, I like this track a lot. I wonder if Elo knows this guy. Possibly. Shout out to Elo Kush. It was his birthday uh, last week. Well, shout out to a couple the weeks when uh when Overstood. this comes out, but yeah, he came through. Shout out to them. Sounds solid. The production is uh yeah, the production is both the tracks lush. production yeah, yeah. sounds production, good. Production is great. Yeah, shout out to uh, New Era Ness and Solomon Childs. Anybody else? Please send in music. Uh, we've had we've had quite a few more people send us tracks, but you know we uh we only recently decided to start sharing these, I suppose. Yeah. But these are yeah we uh. Eh, uh, especially cats here in Tokyo, man. If you guys are if you guys are making music, why not send it to us? Especially if you got promo shit coming out, like you, you you're trying to come up with an album. That's why we're back here with the Ocean Eye because they've got some new shit going down. Oh wait, are we we're gonna play Ernesto's track first? 
Sure, I can do that. You want to pass uh, me docs? Or do you want me to play it? When I'm already plugged well, in. Should um, I do it first? Or or I, I, I have it on YouTube. It? I, I can do that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you guys like that. Yeah, Good sample. Sorry we made you so feel <laughs> awkward. Ernesto, can, can I you uh, intro the track before it starts playing? This is by Drummer's Ear. <laughs> yeah, basically. No, but uh, the the name of the song is called My Ex, and uh, it's by Ray Shremmerd. Uh I've been listening to Ray Shremmerd because uh, they got really, really good live shows, and they put on a lot really? of energy. And um, the reason I got into this song recently is because I went through a really, really long uh, relationship with a girl. And uh, after that shit just fell through, I had a lot of angst in me and I had Shout to release to it somehow. Beep. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah, when I mean- When did this happen? Y'all just broke up? Yeah, you know, just-, uh, just Yesterday? You know, no, no. This, uh, just a couple of months ago. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but no, but shout out to her. I mean, like she's a really, really cool chick. I still have lots of love for her. You know, it's just some people can't really, uh, aren't really compatible at the end, but. But I mean, this this song is not about her for sure. That's not because <laughs> it's it's, not, it's talking about hoes and bitches and and fuck my ex and all this shit and that. But like you know, it's it's all about me. Just like you know, going through that and releasing my angst and you know, and after I released it all and I'm just like positive now and all about meeting new people and all that stuff. No so, doubt, man. Yeah, you know that's about. I, that's what I um I've gone through some pretty difficult breakups in my time. I was with a girl for eight years, and uh, that breakup was a little bit difficult to you know reacclimate to or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, happens to the best of us. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. There's a lot of songs that I could suggest to you if you want to listen to them to feel real depressed <laughs> and shit. Nah, I'm, I'm good now though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good now. I'm good now. Actually, I'm this song is really good just because it's like got that bomb ass bass in it and. I don't know, but it's good to like jump around to and and go nuts to. So Nio yeah. is getting hyphy over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah look at look at Nio. Come on, like. No, yeah. these um these cats are really solid artists, man. And Sway Lee is like one of the best. Like uh, when it comes to like a hook or a feature, he's really killing it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally. just like um I just haven't really listened to their music all that much. Sway Lee has a killer voice. They they probably had like what the biggest track last year. Black Beatles was probably the biggest track last year. This and year they last did some year. writing on Sway Lee did some writing on Lemonade too. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, also like the 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 new French Montana track is like really big. Oh uh, um, yeah, unforgettable. Sway Lee. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like mm. he he's they're they're really talented young cast man. I I don't think they're twenty years old yet, are they? I think they. I think they just turned. Yeah. 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 Ugh, gross. I hate young talent. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, they're gonna fall off in like three three years. No, I don't <laughs> even know. No, nah, but they seem really talented. Him and uh, what's his brother's name? Slim Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, the name? Slim Jimmy. You're laughing, but you're right though. Yeah, that's it, right. Slim Jimmy. Yeah. Well, defense, that's what girls used to call me. No, so, <laughs> like, that's how they could afford to eat for a while. Slim Jimmy. Okay. So. Well, I mean, yo, they they seem like nice young men. Right, what you know? Yeah, they're not, man. They're not out here um, shitting on legends or really trying to not right like, move the culture in any way other than just them making really dope music. Yeah, Shout totally, totally. To Mike yeah, Will made it. He's having fun. Yeah, and and they put on really really good shows. I'm I'm like as a musician as a performer, I, I that's all I really look for. You gotta have that good stage presence, the energy. It's gotta go solid from point from start to end. Yo, I've never watched and a hip hop show that I've never been at. You know, like, you talking about like it. online? Yeah. I saw the Up and Smoke tour when they had like the DVD of it or some shit. Oh yeah, I guess I'm lying. I've seen those things, but. 
I don't go on YouTube like, yo, I gotta catch this new ASAP Rocky. But you should. Oh, speaking of ASAP Rocky, uh, 2013, he had a Red Bull Live for his song called um, Pretty Flacco. That was a really good like hip hop performance. Really? I used to watch yeah. that on loop. <laughs> I was like, this is such an awesome performance. <laughs> so yeah, Red Bull Academy music. Maybe stage I need whatever. to start doing that. Maybe. But I yeah, know. I don't know. No, I mean it's, it's kind of hard too to find a good hip hop performer too. Like there's a lot of good rappers and MCs, but they don't put on a good show. Good. Well, like like for me, you know, I come from an era where it's like. My man is drinking a whole bottle Straight of wine. He's drinking Bordeaux in the, in the studio <laughs> <laughs> to the face. <laughs> no, but uh, for for me for me maybe maybe it's maybe it's a little weird for me because like um, I I I grew up listening to like cats who are really really underground. So I would go to shows all the time, uh, and okay. for those MC shows like. You, it's you and like twenty people, so you have to rock the crowd. Yeah, and it's the one essence of, the of like that was impressive about the shit. versus show we were talking about. Like, you could tell the seasoned performers versus Indeed. just like people who maybe just are in the rapping studio in all their the room. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it it is an art form. Like, nobody's ever been to a bad KRS One show. I yeah. I just I refuse to believe it. Like, when you look at videos of like Red and Meth still performing, those cats are the epitome. Like. The epitome of an MC, like they control the crowd. I listened like, to yeah. it's incredible. I met the man interview recently, and he was like, "Yeah, I learned all that from Red Red Man, pretty much." The, oh, really? You know, yeah. like oh, okay. you, you have know. to. You New Jersey represent. <laughs> Brick City. No Yo, doubt. Uh, we got one more. Yeah, yeah. I was just going into some music since we're we're just talking about it and shit. Um, but but yeah, uh, again, with the performing, new artists. Fucking do the legwork, learn how to perform. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try to stage dive if you are fucking over six foot tall and yeah. weigh over, you know. Fuck. Y- yeah. Yo, yo. I, you you're you're lean enough to do it. Nah, you're lean out. enough to do yo, it. Can I but. can I give a can I give a short shout out to myself? I stage dive in Beat Cafe last week, man. You're not invited tonight. Just don't was, come. Just don't don't I come. Was, I was crowd surfing, man. There was a French circus in there. We were turning the fuck up. I've never been out live in that room. Go at on. B- what, do you, what do you what do you mean uh, a French Beat Cafe, circus? Bro. Beat Cafe? They, they turned that shit. You mean out, all man. all ten feet of Beat Cafe? Bro, all I walked up onto the counter. Well, I followed them right because they were already doing it. Just walk up onto the counter and they'll like fucking catch you and hold you up and bounce you around. Was Kautam on there? Yo, he was. He might have been. He might have been pissed if he was there. I, I mean, the way they were turning up, it was already too late. Like once we started, oh lord! When yeah. you say wow. circus, what do you mean? Like there were jugglers in there and shit. Like <laughs> it was clowns. Like, they were definitely <laughs> jugging a couple women in their troop, man. Oh shit! And even yeah. me, man. Like I was just jumping, getting hype. All of a sudden, they're like hands under my armpits, and I'm like five feet into there. I'm like, oh shit! I'm in the circus now. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I remember. Damn. I mean, you you, I you put that in the, the group chat, but I was just kind of like, yeah, they're on. What does that mean? Cirque du Soleil shit, I guess. That a bearded woman. Their tour. Nah, nah. Like you know. Suspended from drapery and like twirling and it all was that in stuff. there doing that. Not not in beat cafe. Oh, I was about to say, yo, beat cafe. Beat cafe got is lit. like the size of like the studio. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> I've been to beat cafe. Shout out to beat cafe. And we it was weird because <laughs> I was like, yo, that that woman's really short, man. Then she turned. I was like, oh, that's a ten year old. That's a child. And they were definitely in there partying with her also, because <laughs> oh, she shit. was traveling with them. It was like her aunts in the tour, and apparently the ten-year-old child was like dreaming of coming to Japan, so she went oh, on tour with them. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really really cool. Did you see that one fucking pervert that uh, Nio works with trying to pick up on the ten-year-old <laughs> shit? <laughs> <laughs> nah, she Step was too back, young son. For him, oh, ten. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, oh, hold on, you're fifteen. Uh, Smells about right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the most problematic podcast in Asia. <laughs> most diswokest. Most diswokest. That's saying a lot. The most problematic podcast in Asia. I'm sure there's some problematic motherfuckers oh, yeah. on this continent. Uh, I'm not going to say their name, but I listened to another uh, Japanese, like a Tokyo-based podcast of some dudes, and they're, they don't know anything about the world other than like, <laughs> hey, I'm white, and I listen to rock music, and I live in Japan now. Yeah. <laughs> really? They'd be like, I didn't know you can say that. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. I wish I lived in that world. <laughs> it's like, that's dope. Is that the name of the podcast? I didn't know you couldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, from, now, to their defense, they're they're drunk as fuck all the time. And they're probably all from Ohio, too. Like, I'm, I'm the I'm coolest guy in fucking Columbus. And I yeah. live in Tokyo. They came out yeah. here, you know. You know how it is. Come out here, dye your hair. Yeah. Like, Y'all seen that one cool. Rising Wasabi article where it's like, uh, Another sex god. Doesn't even know he's a sex god yet. <laughs> Yo, I hear that, that that whole blog is run by one cat. I can imagine. He fucking sense, only yeah. type. Yo, shout out to that guy. I want him on the podcast, man. Yeah, we need him. He's funny, man. Yeah, that, he, uh, does, he does have a few that, that are really days lost in Shinjuku Station, oh, surviving yeah, on wild it. berries. is still <laughs> my favorite shit, man. I love it. True, that. the hiker. We get it. Been there. <laughs> Yo, fuck Shinjuku <laughs> Station, man. It's like the worst. But yeah, let's go into let's go into. Uh, the next weather report. Indeed. Do you have that late, or do I have it? Or uh, I do not have it. Hold on, I think I. I don't know what the track it. is actually. Bump, 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 bump. So well, I'll introduce it though. Okay. While you guys okay. are getting sorted. So the next track is um, it's an instrumental demo of one of our forthcoming songs from our next feature length EP called Feature Length EP. Anyways, so um, we have an EP coming out called Five Days at Sea, and this is gonna be a bit different than our other offerings as we're gonna have some vocals on it and stuff and this song's gonna focus on it it's called monday and i heard this one yeah oh thank you and it's about um letting this is from excuse me but this is the one you shared a couple days ago the, the EP? yes from the okay. squall ep yeah, so we I put it on the squall ep just to get some stuff out but then it's gonna come back on the forthcoming ep called five days at sea and it'll have vocals on it and yeah it's just about um maybe letting personal things kind of get in the way of work that's why it's called monday because there was a couple of, like a month and some, some like a couple of months back where I was going through like the whole weekend that inspired this EP, and I had to take like a personal day from work, and like it kind of messed things up for me at work for like a, like, a month. So this song's about like you know being in your head and having it kind of fuck up your week a little bit. Yo, and so this is all three of you. Well, so the produ- way the production works is I have to produce things right now due to cost. So I produce things on the on the computer, and then we get together. We come together with Ernesto on the drums and Marissa on bass. And so we kind of keep it very similar to how it sounds produced, but then we might have some differences in bass lines and stuff. So it's about 90%. This song right here is about 90% where you will hear when we play it live. Sounds the vocals and sounds like, you know, the different accents on like drums and bass. Yeah, we get together and we really put our own kind of personality into it. You know, try to get like the vibe that Nio's giving us with the track and then really add something that we can relate to, to we can get really I, into. I, I love that you guys do that because I hate when people try to replicate like the studio version of a song for a live show. There must be changes made to it. Like that, that's why if you listen to like a live roots album I versus really like a regular album, it's so different. Better on the laptop? Yeah. It should be plugged in. Oh here. Plug right there. Plug that in. Battery. Yeah. The goal for the future, though, is for us to have like enough money where like the art kind of funds itself. So that being said, like in the future, I would like to like you know produce tracks like these and then present them to Ernesto and Marissa, and they'd be like, "All right, let's go to the studio now and record what would be the live version as the final version." So no, right no. now we haven't got the money to do that. So like you know in the future, yeah, once again, produce the track, 
introduces them and then have them give me their input on it and then we all kind of collaborate on it and then that would be the final version that would end up on the EP I think a lot of bands do that right yeah that's like even most bands the first NERD album was all like Pharrell's production and then they later re-recorded it with the instrument yo Niall um let me know if you need some help with that, man. I mean, I've okay. got an interface. I might be able to help you guys sequence it and shit like that. Yeah, I'm not very good at it, but I mean, these type of studios, like where we're recording, it's not a bad place to to, to put that shit down. And I'm really yeah, uh, like, I I, I've, uh, I really enjoyed the um, the first the first EP or was it an LP? I, I enjoyed yeah, the first, first LP. EP, yeah. And um, I, I also watched the videos. I'm like one of the people that liked the video ah, on YouTube you. and shit like that. <laughs> so I, I've been paying attention, man. And uh, this sounds really good. And I was really interested in hoping that I'd come out and check you guys perform. It's just that right now for the really for me the timing uh, has been a little bit that's okay, man. Ah. A little bit rough for me. Yeah, I actually no haven't heard this track, but this shit is dope. Well, my favorite yeah. part of this track, though, this is one of this is one of the songs that we should close our shows with because like the ending is probably my favorite part of the whole song. Like, I like the first two verses and stuff, but the ending part is my favorite. Like, hopefully, like, when it comes down, I'm not going to talk. I want you guys to listen to the ending. Because it's I, so I, fun to play I live. love that piano, though. Yeah. The piano. Oh, yeah. We all picked that up together. We're just like, oh, we got to do something with this. We got to play a, with this yeah. piano. We got to add to it. It's it's an interesting it's interesting music it like um I it's it's a, it's it's to me it's like a music where you can't just be like this is electronica or this is that I, I feel like you have to use like a lot of adjectives to describe it it's really like a like an experimental like melancholy yeah we call yes. it melancholy pop synth pop yeah. at times that's and what shit we call right it. We call it melancholy pop any oh, shit. adjective well, I mean, yeah. that comes to your yeah, mind I mean, that's what we are oh shit but um uh, let's plug it back in because that was the best part coming <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> the suspense. Yeah. I think. I think. I think it, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that he. Uh, that that he so picked awesome. that up. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Oh, I'm but no, so we, sorry. we definitely feel because people are like, what kind of music do you play? Especially with Marissa talks to a lot of other people in bands, and they're like, what kind of music do your band play? And she's like, oh. Let uh. me. Let me. All right. Which, let's pick one song. <laughs> let's go from there. All right. This one. Uh, you could tell Niall was having a bad weekend. <laughs> you know, like he was having some times with some girls in some places. Some know? sober hookups gone wrong. Some sober hookups. Some drunk right, ones. Right. Things gotta change. <laughs> yeah. It's he, hard. It's hard to explain yeah, the genre. Couldn't Yo, find any. If a sober hookup goes wrong, that's gotta be a nightmare. Cause you're like aware. <laughs> you're like. I've had I've had sober dates go fucking backfire on me and shit. Yeah, but times, a date so. is just like, all right, I'll see you later. Sober hookup goes wrong, then you write songs about it. So, yeah, here we go. Do, 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 do. Can you so crank it? part of the whole song. There we go. One, two, three, let's go. I really oh, that is dope. This up. Did I say, damn, I really fucked this up? Yep. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> Everybody knows. Yo, man, this may be damn. my new favorite track of the I really. Thanks. All right. oh, we did it. All right. <laughs> uh. The Ocean and I keep an eye out for them in Tokyo. They're doing multiple shows, hanging out, and Niall Kens is always around. I really, I always see this guy at all the really live events. Catch us so. outside a donkey or any kind of convenience. <laughs> Mega donkey and shoobs. Hey. Yo, that shit was crazy last night. Dude. Yeah, dude. 
Oh, for real? I was at home watching Stranger Things. <laughs> Sober mega. No, I'm not going to lie. I drank a whole bottle of whiskey by myself yesterday. Yo, my alcoholism was acting up. I had to figure it out and shit. <laughs> but yeah, dude, alcoholism is fun. But I had to stop. My liver was like, hey, bro, like, I know you're going through stuff, but like, could we maybe drink some water? Like, we could just look at it. There are <laughs> other liquids, I promise. When you shower, <laughs> just open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I definitely feel you on that, man. I, I, uh, I, I've been trying to, you know, master my high, so to speak, because I am, I've been drinking since I was like 15 years old, binge drinking every weekend, and it's only been like the last two years after my daughter's born that I've kind of weaned off a, li- a little bit. Like, the first few episodes of the podcast, I'm drunk as fuck on those. If you guys want to <laughs> listen to them, I'm really wild and reckless on the podcast, the first few episodes. And the podcast is one of the reasons I slow down a lot. And also the fact that my daughter won't let me sleep in on a hangover anymore. True. Like, when, it, when yeah, the time yeah. comes for her to wake up, she's just like, this morning she punched me in the face to wake <laughs> me up. It was like, damn. Wake up, daddy alarm yeah, clock. straight up. She just, <laughs> boom. She came. I, was sleep- I fell asleep on the couch because I'm an alcoholic like that. And she just came in there. I fucking, I'm sleep. I heard her, but I just try to sleep it off. Like, maybe she won't mess with me. Punched in the face, man. Don't have kids. It's rough. It's fucking rough. Gotta get beat up. S- st- get get drunk rubbers. all the time. Get drunk all the time. Hit the sober hookups. Hit the dirty hookups. Like, you know. That's been a times, PSA. Yo, Wear a raincoat. And... Always keep a spare donut on the side <laughs> when you're on your bicycle riding the street. Has, no has doubt. anyone ever ever seen that that commercial of of of, of that of that uh, that guy with his with his kid like shopping in the supermarket, and then like the su- the kid is like so bad he's being really loud he's like like bu- like throwing like cereal boxes on the floor in the aisle making a big mess, and the guy's just like, you know he doesn't even know what to do anymore, and then the screen just fades to black. Trojan condoms, like, like it was, it was so it's like beautiful. Like, it was yeah. the best commercial I've ever seen. Yeah, that is pretty brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty brilliant. That's up there with those Skittle commercials where they're like porn scenes, but with Skittles superimposed uh, yeah. over the ejaculation. That was weird too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need parental guidance for this. This is weird. Yo, Niall, do you play live or do you program? So what we do for live shows is, um, when I first started the project, I was just gonna DJ them. Because I was in a metal band like last year, and um, I started producing like electronic music as, a, as an exercise for myself. And um, yeah, I finished the, the first Ten. EP, and um, I wanted I to just really play it live, but I was like, I'll just DJ it. This but then as I got into five. thinking about it, I was like, well, that's kind of boring. So I thought maybe I'd get like a drummer or something, or like a bassist or something. So um, Katia, I actually remember, I don't know if you talked to Ernesto or you were talking to somebody about Ernesto, but I, I remember being there where you were like, oh yeah, I'm going to holler at him tomorrow. Let me talk to you. Yeah, 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 because um, the thing was, um, I had started working on this, like, back, like, the tail end of last year, and I had finished the EP, like, early May of this year, and um, my friend Katsia everywhere, and his wife, Nadine, not Nadine, I always say, I always say her name wrong. Is it Nadine? It's India. It's India. Oh. India Davenport. Yeah, India Davenport. Oh. I always say Nadine. It's Indi- the N messes me up. I see the N and the hyphen the hy- the hy- the hy- the hy- or whatever, but Nadia and Katsia were having an event. And Nadia plays drums, and, and India plays drums, and Katsia plays bass. So they were like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll like back you on these tracks. And so we had done that, and it was really cool. But then I had to think about what I was going to do live. So when I, when, I program, when I programmed the first batch of songs, I didn't think about separating my samples and my sequences for live shows. Because I was like, I'll just DJ it. 
So I had to go back and then take, take like certain. No, I had to go back and then like take certain like computer like certain synth programs or certain like piano parts and then put that onto my instrument so I could play that live. Cause I didn't want to just stand by turntables the whole time. So um yeah, and then what, what about when you're producing the track? Play them live. So when I produce this track now, when I produce the tracks now, what I do is I think about which parts I am going to play on my instruments live, so, or how I'm going to play the song live. So with that being said, there's a bit of a different feel to the, the next EP. The next EP will sound, if you like, can be patient, it'll sound more like compartmentalized in terms of like the parts that of the music that's being played. Like the drums will sound like the drums. The bass lines will sound more fluid, so I can have something for Marissa to really like, you know, improve upon. But the synth parts will sound more like, all right, more compartmentalized in order to be played live with like, you know, a push button machine, as opposed to just before. And I was like, I'm just gonna DJ this, woo, just make everything one long kind of sample. What uh, what type of equipment are you using to produce this? Song? Well, when I produce the music, I um I use Logic and a Garage Band, and then I just use a synthesizer. Garage. And I use, yeah, <laughs> Garage, yeah, <laughs> Garage Band. I, I feel like calling it Garage makes it sound more like UK Garage, like the 1990s. <laughs> like yeah, two step, two step. But um yeah, I use that, and then I use a synth, and then I use a guitar to make some of the sounds. And that was one of the reasons why I decided to use the Dorian machine that I have to play it live because it would be impossible to play the guitar parts and the keyboard parts at the same time without having to have like two members in the band to do that and um yeah sometimes i use like turntables but all the spoken board samples i just use um uh what's it called like notes or something i go i make my macbook talk so i go and i'll type things out to be like damn i really fucked this up and i'll be like hey, yeah <laughs> and then I'll, I'll sample that Crank it. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, talk again now it turns into a south park character <laughs> yeah. so i just Word. spend a lot of time like on the computer but um the thing is like with the first EP with um the um an ocean is alive, that kind of tells a story of just kind of like a breakup, but not so much. So like in the beginning with um Atlantic with the first song, there's like the samples like I don't understand, and then the female voice says like it's for the best. That's when the breakup hits, and then um the second track Arctic, which we don't play live because it's just too. It's, it wouldn't work live, I feel. And that's kind of about like the numbness that comes after the breakup, after it sets in. And the Pacific, the song is about trying to move on. And I, I called it that because whenever I go through like a bad breakup in Tokyo, I have like a little phase where I just like, you know, go on dates or, you know, just try to meet people just so I'm not by myself, so I'm not in my head. And that's why I use the, um, like the train sample in that song to represent like, you yeah. know, being busy and going out. Is that out. the Yamanote line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I use that sample to represent being busy and going out. Yeah, I'm and gonna like, ask you know, a question. Yeah. Why, why didn't you mention any of this stuff when you talked about the album? Before? He did. He did mention some a little of it, bit of yeah, it. Yeah, but not as much. Did he? We well, he didn't give us guess. an individual track breakdown because yeah. we had two guests, but I remember he mentioned a, a few things about the breakup. Okay. Yeah. And I was pretty drunk, though, so, you know, <laughs> I don't remember everything. And then Pacific, and not that specific. And then Indian is about kind of moving on, but still having the lingering memories. That's why the sample is like, you know, I have Nandake. It's like, I just have Nandake. I miss you or something like that. It's about like, you're still moving on, but you still think about that person in the back of your mind. Yeah. And then Southern's about just letting it go. That's why Southern's the last track and it's kind of lingering. So it's just like, fuck it, we're done with that. So the next EP, Five Days at Sea, is about the initial incident when it happens. And then yeah, walking through the motions of that as well. So we have the next EP will have a song called Thursday, and then a song called Something Special, where the main vocal samples are like, I thought we could be something special. I thought I could be something special. I thought you could be something special. And then we'll have the 
Monday, no Alpha and Omega, which is like we have samples and notes on that. And like, and are, are they are they more involved in the creative process for this? Not for this one, but the thing is, what we want to do is we want I want to get some kind of distribution and some kind of like more revenue coming in, so we have time to be able to afford to have more creative input. Word. Because it's a studio recording and studio sessions. Like they have all the input they want to have for the live shows and stuff, but I want to take what they give me and I want to really blend that together and combine that as the final product. Right Word. now, we just having the time, we having the money for that. I feel you on not having the money for shit. Yeah. We deal with that all the time at the Mega Lake Show. <laughs> yeah, because it's <laughs> hey, we're out here though. I mean, like you know, uh, it take it takes it takes some you know some some financing to to get this shit going. Like even just for today, like you know, Lade and I are going to pay for the studio. You know, late pay for drinks and the time and shit. So you know, uh, yeah, definitely try to spend as the, the least amount of money that you can. To so make when you the best see us throw that Patreon up next year. Adopt that dollar a month option. <laughs> we'll get you nudes, <laughs> half nudes of Steve's, Steve's thighs. Okay. So we gonna put on there. Hell One dollar yeah. get you Steve's thighs. <laughs> One dollar holla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gonna have some type of incentive for our people and shit. But yeah, but, um, <laughs> but the good thing about like these two is that um, like but but late had to earlier. I was talking about going after Ernesto specifically. And then, um, yeah, the way I met Marissa was actually really like serendipitous. In fact, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. How did how did all of you guys meet? Totally. Did he give you a donut, Marissa? <laughs> Where's my donut? I'm still waiting. I'm still. I hey, like you you donut. Puerto Rico. I'm gonna do one better. I'll get you a piece of pie. Like a uh, what do they call okay. donuts in Puerto Rico? Racist. Plantains. Do- donuts. Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I just be racist a little bit on that shit. Shout out to Puerto Rico, my 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 Puerto Rican brothers. Plant, plantains all day, baby. Though, like, don't, don't get me don't, get it straight. Though. Where I come from, we call those small bananas. Yeah. <laughs> you ever but seen the plantains in PR? They're huge. No, no. Pun that's, intended. that's what all guys say. <laughs> hey, that's what Japanese guys. that on the block in New York. Hey, how that some shorty? You ever see the bananas in Japan? They're huge. No, they're not huge, but they're very pretty, and they cost thirty dollars a bundle and shit. All right, but yeah, but so. Uh, Marissa, how did, how did you meet? I just got to recover from that. Sorry. All right. The most problematic. Sorry. Oh, my God. I'll get back to you on the results of that later, though. Like, I could do some comparisons, you know, checks and, and numbers and shit. Anyways, um, so a friend of mine actually got married. Well, both of them are my friends. They got married, and they had a wedding party. And a bunch of people from the same university that we all went to went to the wedding party. And I'm talking to everybody. It's almost like a uni reunion, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I see Nayo and we start talking and like I don't know, I was I was wearing some like fifties kinda get up. It was I don't a know, pretty like cool I do. Dress. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Mercy, can you choke up a little more? Uh-huh. Of course. <laughs> Not the first time I ever heard that before. Right? <laughs> Not gonna lie. Late does that to women. Hey, God damn it! This is supposed to be a woke podcast. You went there, but but yeah, um, we're just like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Let Marissa tell the story. God damn it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So men, shut up. All the men, shut up. <laughs> men are so trash. Shut the fuck up, guys. <laughs> Let me talk about my pretty dress, guys. Let me talk. It was nice. It was real nice. It cost me $10. But, yeah. So, like, I'm wearing this nice dress. And Nayo, like, a class act, right? He's like, I like your dress. I'm like, thank you. It was cheap as hell. But 
I like it too. And he's like, well, what, what did you say, Niall? You Here's said you a donut. Like- yeah, because we, <laughs> <laughs> nah, we were sitting across from each other as well. Uh-huh, yeah. And I was like, yo, you look like you bake. <laughs> I was like, you look like you play bass guitar and like bake cupcakes and casseroles and oh, stuff. Oh, sure. And she was like, oh, shit. She does play bass? Yeah. I, I play bass and I bake casseroles all day, every day. Did you just like, nail yo. that? It scared me a little bit. I'm like, how does he He was know? Facebook stalking. He saw her Instagram feed or some shit. I'm up in lasagna pictures. Really? Wow, that's really know. serendipitous. It, it was, like it was amazing. Yo, know, what kind it's of casseroles you be making? Well, you know, like I like the Our casserole game egg, is strong eggplant, too. Really? Yeah. Eggplant. Uh, green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. Uh, casserole. Do you have fried onions though? Do you have? A fried uh, onions? Yes. I have my yeah, own have fried, fried onions. onions. I don't. I don't just buy them out the bag. I make them myself. Yeah. That's the way. That's hey. the way. But yeah, but like, and then like I asked her for like her Facebook information because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I have this project going and I would like for you to be part of that. We could jam. And um, yeah, her name is Melissa Lovejoy. And I was like, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I said earlier, your name, that's your real name? It is my real name. Yeah, Lovejoy is my last name. <laughs> like, the only way that could be doper is if it was Killjoy instead of Lovejoy. <laughs> I li- God, it, I literally said my next partner is going to have Killjoy as his last name. There we go. Where are we right now? This is kind of freaking me out. Yo, this is the best podcast from the future <laughs> in the past. Straight <laughs> now. This come out three weeks from now, and it's going to be late. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, so her and I, we jammed together, and we were going to just, originally it was going to be her and I and a DJ, mm-hmm. like someone to, like, organize the electronics. Mm-hmm. But when we were jamming, we were like, ah, oh, we need a drummer. That was <laughs> the first, the first, yeah, jam was Everybody kinda, needs a drummer, awkward. man. So, uh, so how, exactly. How long have you been playing bass? You know, I've had a bass since I was about 15 years old, but you know, took a break because because the bass is not really the instrument you want to play if you want to be really cool, man. Yeah, bass is like you know, usually like the cerebral people of the band. Right. I mean, there's a lot of fantastic bass players in history, but oh, like sure. the lead guitar. You know, like it's flashy. Most kids and it's don't want to cool. play the bass. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. cool. Like I think I admire like anyone who can play guitar. I always but see the it bass just, players. Heard it, the, like, you know? chillest like, person in the band. They usually like head down. Just, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's about right. <laughs> but I mean, you do have some frontmen who play bass. Some frontmen play bass. For example, like Getty Lee from Rush. He plays um, bass. And I'm also Flea is a phenomenal oh bass player. Oh my god. Yes. And Sting from the Police. I mean, Primus. Uh, oh, Primus, dude. Yeah. I was literally just. Oh yeah. my God! I was literally just Let's Claypool. Yeah. My dad's friend. Yeah, they were friends. I your dad is friends my, with Les yeah, Claypool. They're friends. Oh wow! For real. Les Claypool no, is joking. a fucking musical genius, man. I know. He lives. No, he's he lives a in musical my genius. He yeah. really like. No, for real, uh, you're though. from Berkeley. Like, uh, uh, where are you from? No. Uh, Where's Seba- he from? Shit. Sebastopol, California. Wait, what's, what's okay. The band's yeah. name? Primus. Primus. Oh, I'm thinking Primus. No, Primus is who fucking does, who brilliant. Does the intro to South Park? Primus. Primus. Oh, Primus. That's less. Oh, no, that, yeah. that's basically Robot Les Claypool. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. That's intro, Les Claypool, man. He's fucking yeah. brilliant. No, he's so talented. Mind like, anyone brilliant. who wants to like get into bass, like just yeah. be inspired. Yeah. Listen to like, my name is. He auditioned. You'll feel he things. auditioned for fucking Metallica, and they're like, "You're way too dope to be in this band. Like, we don't need a bass player as good as you. Like, you're too good to be in fucking Metallica." Yeah. Purple Onion, yo, I'm yeah. a huge Primus fan, man. Like, oh, fucking, no I love shit. Primus. Yeah, oh. yeah. but With yeah. Thing, okay, yeah. so sure. I mean, yeah. you like Jaco Pastorius, yeah. also sure, brilliant sure. fucking yes. bassist. Yes. Fucking amazing. Fucking Jaco Pastorius is the guy. Oh, yeah. But but um, 
you've been playing bass since you were 15? It was a real on and off thing. Like we were saying, finances though, it's tough. Like you want lessons, I mean, you gotta pay out the nose. So like I was discouraged for a long time, to be honest, I was discouraged. Like, but but you've had tough. a musical interest in playing, do you play any other instruments or? I play <coughs> the, the flute. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> I play the flute. <laughs> I went to treble clef and then I was I like, was definitely the, going in a different direction with <laughs> the flute. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't. don't. It, just sound, it just sounded so soft. I sucks. went to band camp, oh, you know, and this one time. I'm not doing yourself I, anything. You know. <laughs> I, I like how late was like, he looked me in the eye and said, don't say dick flute. <laughs> it's skin. It's a skin, skin flute. flute. Yeah, skin flute. Skin, get it right. Well, well, thank you <laughs> for saying pride. it. I take pride. Hey. I take pride. Hey. I take pride. Hey. I'm a sweaty, sweaty skin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. It's like saying pussy manco or something. Like Those are the same thing. Hey, I'm sorry, okay? I don't think about skin flutes all the time. <laughs> sorry, Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now I just got really awkward. It's totally unrelated, but I'm going to drop it. All right, let's away. stop and say a prayer. N- Niall, lead us in prayer. <laughs> Dear Satan, so, full of grace. All right, so, so, so you guys had a really serendipitous kind of joining together how did uh puerto rico join the united states did you just did you just annex him did you just go there in like 1898 and say you're part of us now no because like with ernesto and i we've kind of been in the same circles for a while and like 2015 like on my 29th birthday he like smoked me out which is pretty cool hey hey puerto rico i didn't know you was down like that so i'm like can i get can i get not not anymore not anymore but um but yeah, like uh, uh, me and Naya, we've been hanging out for for a couple of years. Um, but he, yeah, he approached me about it, and you know, at that time I was playing ar- around different bands in Tokyo uh, as yeah, as a drummer. Busy, yeah, really, I didn't really know busy. that about you. I've known you since like what May? When's your birthday? Late May. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. met you in May. I've seen you yeah, like yeah. two times after that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think by when when you met me, I was playing uh, with the High Hopes. They were like this uh, rockabilly Latin band that we that we I was playing Rock-a-billy with for a couple of years. Rockabilly Latin band? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty dope, actually. That was a lot of fun. And that basically took all my time. But uh, by the time that Nayo came up with the idea to join them, I had like some time to, to, to spare from all the other projects I was doing. And... Uh, yeah, he, he told me about it and it sounded really dope. It sounded really interesting and, you know, if, yeah, he seemed really open about the ideas and that, that I had too, so it just worked out. Worked. Yeah. And how long have you been drumming? Since, oh, same as Mercy, 15. Yeah, like I started playing drums when I was 15. What what music genre really inspired you to drum or what, what were you learning to drum with? Uh, well, I, I grew up in a house that, always played music there was never any like no more than five minutes of silence around the house uh my parents are uh south american actually they're not puerto rican oh um, part of south yeah. america my dad is colombian uh r.i.p my dad and uh my mom is uh venezuelan oh shit. yeah but they just moved to puerto rico just because you know they thought it would be a much more more sustainable financially stable hey, place part to of be the US. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah, but we we know better now. But uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> we're yeah, laughing, we but we're yeah. also crying on the yeah, inside. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, but they they moved over there and they had me and my sister over there, and then uh, you know they were just really South American with their tastes, like you know cumbia, merengue, uh, mm. uh, pitbull, pa- salsa. <laughs> Actually, Cuban. pitbull. Uh, 
Pitbull started doing reggaeton at the beginning, and, and and I was I was fucking with him before, but now he just went into this whole pop Yo, thing. Pitbull used to run so. with Lil John. Yeah, back yeah, in the day, yeah. Back nah, in the day. and he was all about like yeah, like like you know, uh, Jeez, reggaeton shit, and I don't know, it just, it just changed because of the money. Yeah, but anyways, his, that, suits. <laughs> his suits are really flying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> and yeah, like Mr. Uh, Worldwide. Yeah, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, like. But uh, yeah, I used to listen to a Pitbull too, a lot of Daddy Yankee when I was growing up. After I started high school, uh, I was a big reggaeton head all up until I went to college. And then in college, uh, uh, I started listening to a lot of rock music. I used to go to New York. Uh, I used to live in Queens at uh, St. John's you University. Did. Yeah, Puerto <laughs> of course you did. No, that's Florida and New York. That's that's, that's, that's Bronx though. That's Bronx. Yeah. I went to I went to Jamaica Queens. And they're though. called New York weekends, okay? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so around, you went up there. I, I was you around a bunch of Indians. Your yeah, like, my sister lives in Jamaica Queens. Oh really? Oh okay. It's funny because it's called Jamaica, but it's all a bunch of Indians. Yeah. Like it's like it should be called like Hindu Queens <laughs> or something. Or racist. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we need to get that. New Delhi. Racist. <laughs> yeah. I got all of them. <laughs> no got all New of Delhi racist. Queens. Yeah. But now, nah, like uh, in New York, that that's where like musically, like I just saw a bunch of live music there, and it just blew my mind. And. Uh, yeah, like that's where I met my, uh, my a couple of my first uh, really cool uh, J, J homies, J New as York. in Japanese homies, and they're musicians too. So one year I came over here to jam out with them, and I liked it so much that I just stayed. Wait, what year was that that you came out here? Uh, 04, 2004. Since we talked to Wait, Marissa earlier. Wait, you've been here since I've been here since, uh, first time here in 04, but just for the summer, but I moved to Japan in 06. You've been oh, out here shit, that I long? I know that. You, you can speak. Wow. You can speak Japanese fluently? Uh, I can order McDonald's. Yo, tell me, tell me about your experiences <laughs> as, as, a, uh, as a Puerto Rican guy out here. It's really... Racist. Yeah. Racist? <laughs> Yo, you need to... Racist. Yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a slimy one that I oh like. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah now, you, you were out in Miyazaki, right? Yeah, I was out in Miyazaki in Kyushu. Uh, shout out to all my people in Miyazaki. That's my second hometown for real. And uh, basically, like, uh, they don't really have any prejudice or 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 view of anything. So they're much more welcoming over there. But in Tokyo, it's kind of like, uh, oh, where are you from? It's like kind of like the same conversation. Like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Puerto Rico. Oh, Europe. And it's like, no, it's the Caribbean. Oh, Caribbean? Oh, yeah, that's in Europe. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, there's oh, no. Oh, it's like a mass of, ignorance there? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a complete. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Racist. Yeah. I don't do it as well as yeah. Naya, though. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's on the same tip. Like, that's one of the reasons why I like Japan so much, especially coming up, like, in the States on, like, other Asian cultures. I didn't experience any anti blackness, specifically anti blackness, from Japanese people. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, like, it's not so much of them being racist, it's more of them just not knowing. <laughs> They just don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't well, know. we've talked about that a lot of times on the podcast. There's like a like a general ignorance here when it comes to other cultures just because they're so insular and homogenous. Yeah. That, uh, a lot of things they just don't really know what the fuck is going on with it. And then when you explain to them, they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> they yeah. go about their day. Like, they don't mean yeah. anything like There's nothing about malicious. It. Yeah, yeah. But like when I'm dealing with other Asian cultures, specifically like Chinese cultures or like, you know, V8, like Viet cultures, but the cultures that have like, you know, pigmentocracy and like colorism. Oh my fucking God. Friends are like, oh, I'm sorry, man. Like, you can't come in my house because you're black. I'm like, what? 
but you're like from Hong Kong. Yeah, but my parents, you know, like my old, like, like my grandma just came from Hong Kong and they think like black people are drug dealers and stuff. But it'd just be easier if you just stayed in the car. <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, of course, like you're not trying to argue with some 80 year old woman. You're like, all right, fuck it, fine, whatever. Let me hip but, like, you to the ways of the world, old lady. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> she's probably going to die in like another probably 35 years because I live forever, but still. Yeah. But like, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so like, wow. as a kid, like when I came to Japan, it was nothing but love and stuff. Like, I still like not a huge fan of like traveling to other like Asian countries specifically like you know countries that have like pigmentocracy because I'm just like I don't want to like you know Colorism be, be looked at sideways by the cops and stuff like mm-hmm. a lot of people have bands in the Philippines right now like they had that big ass war on drugs bro when they were killing people I'd be afraid to go the to the Philippines yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like oh I'm dark well you know like like, like my, my mom is Filipino and Japanese and yeah. shit and so like I always represent for the Philippines but there's a lot of shit going on there man and colorism is really fucking rampant in white cultures and Spanish cultures and so like in Japan like there is a there is colorism but it's not as bad as like the mainland uh, you know like uh, out here like a lot of them self-identify white but colorism is not as big as it is in like China where it's like cover your whole body because if you get a little darker then it's really really bad a a lot of these people are like farmhands who work in the sun and it's like it's like there's the there's like the upper class and then there's everybody else and everybody else could be different like pigments uh, you know it's a trend out here to tan for some of these chicks out here yeah, it was some of them, all of them as well. But the thing is, it's not like 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 uh, Mega was saying; it's not as pronounced. Cause like, yeah. even when they call themselves white, they don't think I'm white as in I'm Caucasian. Right. Like, oh, I'm just white because Light like skin. I have white skin. Well, and then like they yeah. see a white person, like, oh in, holy shit, in you're like whiter than me. In, in, in Hong <laughs> yeah. Kong and in Thailand, like you can go to the convenience, you can go to like a, a convenience store to buy lotion, and the lotion is like skin whitening lotion. Yeah. And then for that That's instance, how it is they there. actually want to be more European with that aspect. Shout out yeah. to they're like, I'm trying to look more European. I'm trying to look more European, but. Japan, it's not about looking European, it's about like, I don't want to get dark. Yeah, I wanna, yeah, you know, really, really interesting. But yeah, but anyway, sorry to like go on the rant off of no, what, I love, um, I love what, it. What we you good. were saying. I, I don't even remember. What You're I was talking saying. about yeah. being like, it's being like, you know, people reacting to you being Puerto Rican. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, being Puerto Rican in Japan. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I, well, I guess like, like one of the biggest takeaways from my experience is just that there are not that many of us. I mean, out I, here? Th- yeah, out here in, in Japan, like there's not a lot of Puerto Rican people here, and um, I'm also not really that dark, so I can kind of like, like you know, tread that tread that line, that uh, string of like, okay, I can be, I look, I look white, I get like I'm Italian all the time, but I'm not Italian, I'm, I'm just me, but uh, yeah, like people think I'm either white or they just think that because of my bushy eyebrows, I'm something else, but. I don't know. But they yeah. probably but don't have like a, <laughs> like a real concept. Like you said, they don't even know what Puerto Rico is. They don't have uh, yeah, like they don't know what Puerto like Rico is, yeah. But then if you... If I mean, you that's actually not that different from America. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, there's different layers. Like, everyone thinks I'm Jamaican just because of my hair. Yeah, well, man, I've even had people walk up. Yo, my nigga, bro, I was in the middle of Shibuya, and two African guys walked by me. Like, Rasta, man. I was like... You too, nigga? Really? <laughs> you too? <laughs> nah, I was out front of Mega Donkey one time with the homie Todd. Shout out to Todd. Shout out to Todd. Shout out to Todd, man. Yeah. Yo, Todd has some secret family history lineage going on. He doesn't really want to expose, but that dude's deep in the game, I feel like. Yeah. 
So we were hanging out for the Mega Donkey, and this Japanese guy with like dreadlocks had come up, and um, he had seen me, and he was like, "Oh, Rastafari, Rastafari," and I was like, "Nope, no, nope, don't acknowledge him." <laughs> and then like he actually came and like tapped me on the shoulder. He was like, "Rastafari," and I was like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And he was like, "He's like, oh, they're gay, Daisuke, that's your." And I was like, "Jitsu wa danka, metru gaski." And he's like, "Oh, bumbu kro." <laughs> And I was like, I was like, no, dude. I showed him my tattoo. I'm like, I'm from, I was like, I'm from Florida, homie. Like, I was like, I'm not Jamaican, bro. I'm from Florida. And he was like, oh, see my sin. And he looked so shocked. He was like, what the fuck? Yeah, what if I, what if I was Jamaican, bro? Yeah. You, you could be Jamaican and still like metal. You know what I mean? Like, we not all Jamaican. The last side. episode you were on, like, uh, oh, you, oh, you're not black enough. Uh, you're not as black as I thought you were. Like, what? <laughs> Look at my credit. <laughs> Look at my credit score. <laughs> and then talk to me about that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah but a lot, a lot, a lot of ignorance here. But at least I'm, I'm just glad that I don't have to, you know, worry about cops shooting me and shit. Exactly, because it's not malicious oh. ignorance out here. They just yeah. don't know. It's not like, yeah. and once it's you like tell the, them, they're like, okay, yeah. cool, yeah. They're like, now I know. The dictionary yeah, exactly. definition of ignorance. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, yeah, exactly. It's not the negative connotation of the word ignorance, because people think if you say ignorance, you're being mean. No, it just means that they just don't. Like people just don't have that knowledge yet. Right. And then that's the difference between being ignorant and stupid. Because like, if you're ignorant, you just don't know. And, and at the same time, I think it's not really their fault too. It's yeah, like it's their, their education fault, yeah. system here is not not that good, honestly. You know, yeah. I've worked in public schools, private schools, everywhere, and it's not really that good uh, well, compared especially to when it comes to talking about like worldly issues about exactly. race, color, and culture. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then I'm not saying that good. like my my country, like I'm not saying like you know America's better or Puerto Rico's better, but. I've been to both, and I can say that it's not up to par as probably the rest of the world. You know, like there's a lot of kids that w should be, you know, knowing about a lot of these things because at the end of the day, it's gonna affect them. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to a lot of these more nuanced opinions about the way society should work more fluidly for people who are not as privileged, most cultures aren't doing that legwork. You really have to make a focused effort yourself to yeah, find out about these things and yeah. to communicate right. with other people and other cultures to find out about the way that these nuances work. And it really is like not not necessarily in the negative connotation of ignorance. It's just like some motherfuckers just don't know. If you're like a 45-year-old white dude who grew up in the middle of, I don't know, Montana, somewhere, <laughs> you, you're just not going to have the same context of the... The, the differences that other cultures are going to have. And if you just come to, if you've just been in Japan your whole life with, you know, your mom and your dad telling you certain things about race and culture and also society telling you things about race and culture, you're not going to really get a full picture of what it means when you, uh, uh, like, tan yourself to be really dark black and wear an afro. Like, you just won't know that right. until you talk to a black person and they're like, yo, this is why that's a little bit weird for us. Yeah, yeah. and it's you just, just a part of also being homogenous as well. Like, homogenous and an island nation. For example, like, people, even people in, like, you know, North America, like in Canada or in um, the States, like, most of the coastal cities where you have the yeah. different, like, melting pots. But if you live in, like, the middle of Maine or if you live in, like, the middle of, like, Manitoba, you know what I mean? Like in Canada, exactly. like you're not gonna know anything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, one of my friends like was telling me how her and her friends went from Maine to like Miami, and her friends were like, "Whoa, <laughs> there yeah, are Haitians yeah. and Cubans yeah. here! Whoa, what are Vietnamese these people? sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, why are the bananas so small? Yeah. <laughs> why is this coffee? <laughs> why is this coffee so strong? Yeah. And like they were from the same country, but they were from right. like Maine. Yeah. So yeah, so that's why I never fought like Japanese people for just not knowing things, but I will fault them depending on how they respond to the information which is given to them. 
Right, right. So like, if yeah. they're like, this is what it is, that's why that might be weird, or like, this is that, if they're like, okay, cool, all right. Yeah. If they're like, nah, fuck it, I still think it's this way. It's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. All right, now we have, and that's where you go from being ignorant to being stupid. But like, you know, just not knowing, there's tons of shit I don't really know about, which I kind of sad about because I, I pride myself on not being ignorant, so I just read Wikipedia all the time. Yeah. But there's tons of shit. <laughs> like, if I go to like Malta right now, and they're talking about like race relations in Malta, I probably have no idea. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I don't know. Um, I think this is a good stopping place. Let's go ahead. We'll take a break. And then when we come back, we'll do a little bit of a temperature check where we ask you about your musical taste, things you think about. And then we'll also do the weather forecast, which is us telling everybody about the future shows that are going on, including your shows. So if you have anything to say, we're going to get into that. And uh, yeah, word life. Uh, Again, the Ocean and I Mega Late Show, episode 17, 16. I don't even fucking know. Out here, though. Are we live late? Indubitably. Hey. Greetings, beautiful people of the world. We are back again with The Ocean and I. This is the Mega Late Show. Yo. Having a great time here in Ike Bukuro. We're going to get ready to wrap the show up for you. Thank you for joining us. We had a lot of conversations. And we might even have a little bit of a Kaiwa episode to go on after this, too. A little like bit a of combo. Five, like a yeah, like five. a .5. So check that out. You guys know where you can find us. The Mega Late Show. Not The Mega Late Show. It's like... Facebook backslash Mega Late Show, SoundCloud, Background type in, shit. <laughs> yeah, type in, type in Mega Late Show, you'll find us, man. Me and Lady's on there. I'm Robinson Mega on Facebook. I will add you on that joint, and then we got. I will not add you on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I I'm, 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 I'm trying to get famous and shit. So retweet, do all the regular things. Uh, again, I want to thank the Ocean and I for coming out. Puerto Rico, hey. Marissa, hey. now Ken's and Robin hey. Oliver, who is our guy, completely. Uh, Shout out to all the missing uh, Mega Late Show uh, co-hosts who are not with us today. But, uh, yo, where can we... Four through seven. Yeah, four through seven. Yo, three through seven. Three through seven. seven. Yo, uh, first, let's start. Niall, where where can we find you guys? Um, Well, so most of our social media is going to just stem from our website called theoceanandi.com. So, once again, it's theoceanandi.com. And if you go there, it has our Insta, it has our Twitter, it has our YouTube, it has our Facebook page. But the Instagram is the Ocean and I as well. Just that. And then for Facebook, it's the Ocean and I as well. Everything is the Ocean and I. But to get the rundown of everything in a nice, organized package, theoceanandi.com. Bet. Uh, Puerto Rico, Marissa, do you guys. Racist. Do you guys. <laughs> <laughs> do you do uh do you guys want to share your social media where they can find maybe some of your other artwork or things that you do or or is the ocean and i shit good for you um my main gig is the ocean and i but you can find me if you're interested at marissa tofu joy on instagram such a good name yeah lots tofu of food joy check it out i love that tofu i'm on the tofu time oh, oh word good. yeah i need to talk to you it's I'm about that tofu life all right let's talk later you like, Man, like fuck that tofu. inari inari now it's good i'm just you know about that straight up tofu block with some negi and some cocktails uh, sprinkled on it? It gives me life every sauce. day. Gives me life. Oh, ginger. Almost every day. I'm ginger. out here almost every day. Uh, got the ginger too? Got the I, I haven't been doing the ginger. Uh, you gotta get Let the ginger. ginger. You're falling get off. Your ginger you on. ginger You ain't been ginger. doing the education. <laughs> do, I, do I know what drop that is? No, you don't. You're gonna hit some other shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yo, I'm DJ Kinsuke. <laughs> Yo, I'm DJ. <laughs> we have a drop that says you ain't been doing education. What about you, Ernesto? Where can we find you? You ain't been doing education. I have I have another uh, side project uh, called Red Bedrock. Red Bedrock for all those rock lovers out there. Really um, 
And yeah, uh, oh, thanks, man. The last hangout. And uh, we're gonna do a show in Shimokitazawa November 8th. That's a Wednesday at the Shimokitazawa Daisy Bar. You can find us at Red Bed Rock on Facebook. Just type in Red Bed Rock, you'll find it. Uh, for Instagram, it's RBR Japan. RBR Japan. Yo, put out that that uh that Tinder account. What's up? How do we find <laughs> you on Tinder? Swipe <laughs> right on a Tinder shit. I'm pretty sure somebody made a tin a tin uh. Uh, what is it? A uh, Twitter you said? No, Tinder, man. Oh, Tinder? Oh, okay. I thought you said Twitter. <laughs> oh, hell no, hell no. Uh, they'll find me, though. Nobody just look, just, just look, look for the bushy eyebrows. Hey. All right, so now we're going to go into our weather forecast, at which point I think I'm going to have late read most of these shows. Oh, actually, wait. Does the Ocean and I have a show coming up? Did we yeah. already talk about that? Yeah, we, we have a show coming up on November 19th. November 19th. November 19th at this Base Camp for Pongi Hills. <laughs> Sunday, November 19th. It's going to be Katsuya, everybody's birthday, Jamboree. Oh, and also, Avec Nayo for me as well on Instagram. Hey. Avec Nayo. Hey. Yeah. How much? Uh, hey. I think it's going to be maybe no more than 2,000 yen, but um, we'll have right. guest lists. But yeah, we'll be on earliest as we want to be on earliest. I'm going to yeah. try to make it to that one. Look out for the yeah. Mega Late Show uh, members at that joint. Straight up. Yo, for the rest of the calendar, on the 30th, we got Across the Universe, which is another big event. That's DJ Azusa from G.O.D. Shout out to DJ Azusa. Dazzle Drums, Legends. Brooklyn Terry, Ohishi, Shiori Bradjaw, fucking Yan Yan. There's really, a lot of people really on this like show. I really, really black hair. That's going down at Club Asia also. And Speakeasy on the 3rd. That's going to be Phonics. December? And yes, December 3rd, Phonics and Hiromu are playing live. I don't Take know who the guests, other there. guest DJs are, but it's going down at Seton Hotel in Nihonbashi. Oh, they're going all the way to December with that. Yeah, yeah, we're there for the rest of the year. December 10th, Suchadarapa is at Liquid Room. Uh, December 9th, we got Tight at Club Asia. That's DJ Crust, DJ Yaz, DJ Quiet Storm, and DJ Kensei. Yo, the weather forecast got deep, son. Busy. It got deep, man. <laughs> again, again, I just want to tell everybody to check out the Mega Late Show uh, Facebook page and also Robinson Mega. Send me a friend yeah, request. There are more shows. I retweet. I also designer do that. And blah, so blah, many, blah, so many shows. Other shit, man. Yeah, so so many shows. Uh, again, we want to thank the Ocean and I Ensemble, the thank Ocean and I Band thank for coming so through. Much. Thank you. Shout out to you guys. We really out here, Mega Late Show. Yay. We the mostest, wokestest. And the most problematic. Yo, this is not information. Racist. Why your mom look like your dad?